Welcome to the Unmasked Life Podcast, a podcast to help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential. And now your host, Matt Manny. Thanks so much for joining me as we continue on with our mini-series, Faith for the Impossible. This is a devotional that uh, was written earlier this year, and so I'm so excited to be able to bring this fantastic content to you in this form in a podcast. So it's originally in a devotional book form. You can get that at Amazon.com or at ManyResources.com. You can just look for the title, Faith for the Impossible, Matt Manny, Amanda Manny, and that should come up for you. Now, we have day 14 for our devotional with the title, Simplify. The second law of thermodynamics states that as one goes forward in time, the net entropy, degree of disorder, of any isolated or closed system will always increase or at least stay the same. In other words, my children's bedroom and my basement and my side of the bedroom, you get the idea, it won't get clean. It only gets worse. A few weeks back, I confessed to Amanda, I've come to the realization that I'm not as organized as I'd like to think I am. We were in our room making the bed, getting ready for the day. I stood back and looked at her side of the bedroom. She has a small nightstand with a wedding picture of us, a bottle of water, and a small bottle of Tums, and a noise machine because she has a pretty bad snoring problem. I've talked to her about it, but she just doesn't believe me that she snores that bad. She tells me that she's pretty sure the sound machine isn't because of her snoring. Suffice to say, there is one person sleeping in this room that snores, and it's not her. I contend that I just breathe heavy and with a gusto at night. Back to the nightstand comparison. On the other side of the bedroom, I have a small dresser with a stack of books, my latest notes and thoughts about life, war, how to fix the energy crisis, and which Mexican restaurant makes the best tacos. I have a trash can that I've never seen the inside bottom of, a canvas tote box that's seen better days, and a monumental mountain of dirty socks I'm building in honor of the Bomba gods. This was a good day of beautiful chaos in my small piece of heaven on earth. I'm glad you've come to realize that, love, she said with a smirk. Life's complicated. All of life tends this direction toward chaos. Vehicles break down. Bodies age and break down. Trash doesn't miraculously pick itself up off the side of the highway. Grass doesn't cut itself. Life tends toward chaos with time. Calendars can become more and more packed with urgent and unfortunately unimportant demands. In a previous season of life, we were so stressed out and it came back to one issue, our schedule. Not that we completely are stress-free now. We had fewer children, fewer responsibilities, and somehow more stress. Connecting with friends was frenetic, our marriage was strained, loving God was a part of my job description, but it wasn't a part of the outflow of a relationship with God in my life in my personal time. We were out almost every night of the week. Days off were spent as days on. We had no space, margin, or breathing room. At the end of each year, we were more exhausted, stressed, and frustrated, and had nothing to show for all our spent energy. We couldn't for the life of us figure out why. Our calendar, weeks, and days had no built-in downtime. Our schedule was like driving 
down the highway, tailgating the car in front of us. If the car stopped suddenly, we'd suddenly be sitting in their back seat. I've been rear-ended more than a few times in my life than I care to say, but I can tell you that it's absolutely and honestly no fun. I've been rear-ended enough that I intentionally stop more than usual behind the car in front of me. I scan my side mirrors and rearview mirror constantly. And I will say this, by the way, this isn't in the book, that all those times I've been rear-ended, it's been somebody else's fault. You can ask my wife, she'll corroborate my story. Have you ever missed an appointment because you double booked? Do you find yourself so busy you drop into bed at the end of a long day exhausted? Yet it's not a good tired, it's a I can't do this anymore kind of tired. There's a big difference. Some days you can feel tired but fulfilled. Other days you can feel tired and empty. How do we have more days that we feel like we did important work, not just urgent work? What can we do to uncomplicate life? We become so busy, we have little time for God's word to work in our hearts. It has the power to simplify and help us find rest, find productivity, and meaning for our lives. We can trust God to guide and lead us. As the psalmist writes, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. Psalm 23, 1-2 where it all begins. The first step is to decide your focus. Determine where you're going with all the spent energy. What does God want you to do with your life? What makes you tick? What fulfills you? Take a personality test. Fill out a job aptitude test. Get some insight from a friend and ask them what they think you're good at. Make a list of things that you get asked for help and input about. What's something people ask for advice from you often about? What do you enjoy doing? Can you make a living doing that? If not, can you find the time to use your job to fund your passion? Most importantly, does what you enjoy doing make God look good and help others? If whatever you're putting your time and energy toward isn't helping people, serving someone, and honoring to God, it's not going to bring the kind of joy you hope for. I'm not saying you need to become a religious expert, go into full-time ministry, or sell your home and have a th- and move to a third-world country. Simply, are you helping and loving people? The second step is to evaluate your time. Do you have regular rhythms of work, rest, and renewal? Work is what it is. It's energy spent. It's sweat. It's not always fun. It's productivity. It's the grind. Rest is sleep. Rest is giving yourself and your hands a break if you work with your hands. It's giving your brain a break if you are taxing your gray matter each day. Renewal is refilling you up. It's refilling your tank. What fills you up and what makes you want to get back to work to create, serve, fix, build, coach, teach, inspire, dance, heal, lead, achieve, challenge, write, paint, sing, cook, or design, protect, or compete? I found it often takes more discipline to rest and develop rhythms of renewal than it does to work, even. Renewal might be times of solitude, or it could be spending time with a good friend. The third step is to evaluate what season you are in. Solomon writes, To everything there is a season and purpose, a time under heaven. Evaluate where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. What in your life can you let go of? What 10 things, commitments, subscriptions, emails, notifications, apps, 
or appointments can you cancel and let go of before you take on a new commitment? What matters most to you? What has God laid on your heart to accomplish for Him? Does that align with how you're spending your time? If your beliefs and behaviors aren't aligned, you'll get choked out by the urgent. If your calendar is cluttered with demands, dates, and drudgery, change it. You have complete control. No one is to blame for a crazy schedule except the person looking at you in the mirror, both you and me. You may need to set up boundaries, clarify expectations, and learn to say no. You may need to implement forced rhythms of rest. You may need to let go of the mindset that naps are for lazy people or that days off are for slackers. If Satan doesn't take a day off, neither can I. If that is what you believe, you're better than God. Even God took a day of rest. He commanded it for the Jews. Jesus even took time apart before he came apart. Lastly, remember that while you may fear missing out, you might worry over things beyond your control. You might not have enough, so you're chasing money. Remember this, Jesus calls us to find our rest in him. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this was an encouragement to you. And I hope maybe there's somebody that uh, maybe God brought to your mind today that really needs some encouragement and needs to hear these words today. I'd encourage you to go ahead and subscribe, leave a, a rating and review, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Unmasked Life Podcast. Join us next time for more great content that will help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential.